to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful Amen. for the opportunity that we have. We thank you, Lord, for a beautiful day. We pray, Amen. Lord, that you add your blessing to the word. Jesus. And I pray, Father, let the word that will proceed out of my mouth only Jesus. be the engrafted word. Amen. Save our souls. Jesus. Father, draw us nearer and closer Amen. to you this afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. Say wow. 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 Wonderful. Well, I am excited to see all of you. I'm looking at you. And those of you who are on, I'm excited to see you. It's, it's, it's a great blessing. I mean, I am happy when I see all of you like this. Powerful. God bless all of you for joining. And um, today we are still in our status 527. So keep preaching. Still reading one of Bishop's books, and today we want to continue. We um, we started last week, and we are sharing from the book, the Anointing and the Presence, written Amen. by the prophet. So today, what we are going to do is we are just going to read a book, and we are reading from chapter seventeen. So if you have it. your book, and you all, when I announce a book like this, right away go to the um, internet and order one on Amazon or Apple or somewhere like that, okay? Is, and order one, is, okay? It's just easy. Two seconds, then you download it. And it's on your, phone, on your iPad or any tablet that you have. So just connect and get it and then we are in. So we are reading from chapter 17. And that... The, the, the message is titled Obedience. Wow. Colon, the master key to the presence of God. Obedience, the master key to the, the presence, presence of God. Of Isn't that powerful? powerful. Too powerful. Preach. So, so, obedience, the master key to the presence of God. John chapter 8 and verse 29. You are looking beautiful, all of you. I mean, I'm looking Aww. at you. I'm looking uh, so beautiful. Thank you, Rev. you know, yeah, I mean, you are nicely prepared, dressed up for service, and I am loving it. I'm just loving it. It's wonderful. You are looking wonderful. Powerful. Awesome. So, John 8 and verse 29, and it says, And he that sent me is with me. Amen. The Father had not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I read again, John 8, 29. This is our key scripture. And he that sent me is with me. The Father had not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Obedience, the master key to the presence of God. And 
I'm going to share some few points with you and then we are done. Just a few sure. points. So point number one is taken from point number one. Our scripture is Job chapter 23, verse 8 to 12. Job 23, verse 8 to 12. That is, we are reading from verse 8. It says, Behold, I go forward, mm. but he's not there. And backward. Are you listening? Yes. yes. Okay. So I want you to pay attention to what we are reading. It says, Behold, I go forward, but he's not there. You know who is not there? Lord. It's God. Lord. Mm. Okay. And this is what Job is saying. He says, Behold, I go forward, but he's not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left, on the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. Mm. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he had tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Amen. My foot had held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Wow. 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 This is amazing. You know, amazing. this amazing scripture, it's revealing to us how Job was searching for the presence of God. Mm. He went forward and backward and did many things to find the presence of God. East, west, left and right. However, he was not able to find the presence of God. Mm. He couldn't locate the presence of God when mm. he did all of these things. Until he gave himself to the commandments of God. Mm. He says, when he had tried me, or when he does try me, I shall come forth as gold. Now he resolved that this is what I'm going to do. I shall come forth as gold. My foot had held his steps, and his way have I kept and not declined. He says, neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. You see, so it was when he gave himself to the commandments of God that he experienced his presence. Hallelujah. Amen. So you cannot easily see God and you cannot easily find his presence until you esteem the word of God more than or more importantly, even than your necessary food. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You see, there are people who do a lot of difficult things. They do a lot of difficult things in their service to the Lord. They mm. do many difficult things. When you see the things that they are doing, when you, you, know, you look at what they are doing just to serve God, you will think that the way they act, the way they do things, God is always with them. You will think that, that the presence of God ought to be with them. Mm. You see? They work very hard in the church. 
or in the ministry. They do a lot of wonderful things. They work very hard. They attend almost every church meeting. They attend they every prayer meeting. They are there. And you see them, they pray a lot. When they are mm. in a prayer meeting, they're praying. They're praying seriously. For a church member. You see, and they fast on their own. It's not like wait on Thursday. Some of you, you have stopped. You have forgotten that Thursday we fast. You don't even want to open your WhatsApp for it to remind you. Mercy. That we are fasting on Thursday. Mm. That is why when we call you at 1 p.m., Lunch hour, when everybody's going for lunch, we call you 1 p.m., there's food in your mouth. You forgot. Oh, you forgot. Not, not that. Because you have taken it out of your schedule. <laughs> Do you understand that thing that I'm saying? So yeah, these people yeah. are serious. They are faithful in their tithes. Of the different ministries in the church. They themselves, they know that God is not with them. They know that God is not with them. And you may search for God in the east. You see, this is what the Bible, you may search for God in the east, search him in the west, go forward, go backward, and you will not find him. You will not find him until you esteem his word, his commandment. You esteem him. You lift his commandment more than the necessary food, more than food to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. You are preaching. So, such as, you know, in the church, he says, on the left hand, he says, but I cannot perceive him on the left hand where he doth work, where he doth work, where he works. Are you, are you listening to me? That's right. He says, I go to the left hand where he works, but I cannot, he says, I cannot behold him. I cannot feel him. I cannot see him. I go to the left hand. So in the church, for instance, you know, you come, but you can feel the presence of God. Mercy. Center meetings, you can feel the presence of God. We are having Zoom meetings. It's not like you don't attend. You attend, but you can feel the presence of God. And I tell you, even as I'm sharing, the presence of God is with us. Amen. Wherever you are, the presence of God is with you. Amen. But there are some people, they can't feel the presence. On a Zoom, they can't feel the presence. Any type of meat. He says, I come to the left and where he works. And I tell you, God is working in this service right now. Amen. But you cannot feel the presence. You cannot feel the presence. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand. You see? So you go to the right hand, you can't feel him. But it's not that God is not there. He's there, but you cannot feel his presence because the Bible is saying where he works, where he works. So many times in the church, you see that people are worshiping. There are people who are worshiping. You know, they are crying. I'm telling you, even as we are having the Zoom service, people are experiencing the presence of God upon them. They are worshiping. They are crying. Some people you see sometimes in the church, people are screaming. People are falling down under the spirit, you see, and they are feeling the awesome presence of God. Sometimes it's on this side of the church, on the left side, and mm. it's like God is working there. God has moved to this left side, and you see that the left side, people are screaming, people are falling down, and you are standing in their midst, but you can't feel anything. Mercy. Mercy. 
you cannot feel anything. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? That's right. And yeah. he says, and then the next week you say that ah, it's just this side, and then you move to the right. And in the right, God comes there, but he hides mm. himself from you alone. Oh, he, he says, and I move to the right. He says, I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand. He hides himself that I can, that you alone, you cannot see him. You cannot mm. feel him. Mm. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You are so preaching. You stand around looking. You stand looking and wondering what is wrong with these people. What is going on with these people? Oh, they are too much. What is mm. this? It is you because you don't value, you don't esteem the commandments of God. You don't value the commandments of God. You don't value the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? That's right. Yes. He says, and I move to the left. On the left, where he doth work, I cannot behold him. He hides himself on the right hand. And I cannot see him because you don't esteem the word of God. You tell a lie so easily. You know, you tell a lie and your lie telling is a way that, you know, you make no effort. You, you don't make any effort. Passively, it's like, it comes out of you like you are breathing air. It's, it's like easy. You, I mean, when you are breathing air, right now as you are sitting there, you are breathing, but you are not, you are not even aware that you are breathing. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Oh, it is like it's going in and it's coming out. It's going, that is how lies is to you. Involuntarily. Evil things. You think everything you look at, you are having some evil ideas. Forgive. You see? And the Bible says, when you don't value the commandments of God, as simple as do not lie. And it doesn't mm. trouble you. That when you tell a lie, it doesn't prick your mind, your heart. It doesn't trouble you. That why did I do this? And it's like life goes on and it's your normal. The Bible says such a person, you will not experience the presence of God. Mercy. Mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He says, neither have I gone back. He says, uh, he says, when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Today, when the Lord tries you, may, he, may you come forth as gold. Amen. Amen. Purpose in your heart, like Job, that when God tries you, lies is coming out of you. Deception Amen. is coming out of you. Amen. Fornication is out of you. I mean, some of Amen. you fornicate so easily. You know, it's like normal. It's like you are married. You know, and you have even made your mind like you are married. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? The Bible says such a person, the presence of God is not with you. The presence of God, when you don't value the commandments of God, His presence is not with you. Hallelujah. It says, neither have I gone back from the commandment of His lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Job, he says, more than my necessary food, I have esteemed the words that come from the mouth of God, the commandments that come from God's lips. I have esteemed those words more than my necessary food. That means I have lifted those words up more than my necessary food. You see, your job is a necessary food. 
Amen. Oh, the necessary food. But esteem the word of God. Esteem oh, the word of God more than that. Amen. You are preaching. You will experience mm. the presence of God. Amen. Let it trouble you that you are working on Sunday and you can't come mm. to church. Let it trouble you. Let it bother you. That is when you are esteeming the word of God, the, the commandments of God more than the bible says forsake not the assembly of the brethren i mean let it bother you that some circumstance has come such that you cannot join the brethren let it bother you that is what it means that you have esteemed the commandments of god it's not that you can't do it i mean you are that preaching you do it and then you are not doing it are you understand what mm. i'm saying yes you see you have to understand the scripture job said I have esteemed his word more than my necessary food. So mm. food is necessary. Your job is necessary. It's important. You have to go to work. You have to eat. You have to drink. You have to pay your rent. But let the commandments of God be higher than that. Amen. Amen. And don't esteem those things more than the commandments of God. That are you are he preaching. doesn't understand that we have to work. He doesn't understand that Forgive. I have to pay my rent. He doesn't understand that I have to feed the children. What am I supposed to do? Church, church, church. But let the commandments of God esteem your tuition, esteem your Amen. school, esteem your career. That if you are working on Sunday, let it bother you. Let it trouble Amen. you that you are working and you cannot come. That is when you start experiencing Preach. the presence of God. Preach the word of God. You are preaching. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Yes. Preach the truth. That is when you are see. That is when we say that you have esteemed the commandments of God more than your necessary food, more than your job. Listen, Joseph. Joseph needed his job. Joseph was blessed to be in Potiphar's house. He was blessed for the opportunity that now, as a slave, this is his position. Man. He is the head of all the servants in the house. And the head, Amazing. you don't do much. You just give commandments. You just tell this one, go here, do this. So he's like a boss. And Potiphar, he left everything in his hands. Mm. This job was important to him. But the commandments of God was more esteemed to Joseph than his job. That when Potiphar's wife came into his life, when Potiphar's wife came and wanted to sleep with him, he knew that this is an opportunity to keep my promotion. This woman can speak to her husband and get me promoted even higher, increase my pay, increase my salary. If only I will sleep with her. That's all I need to do. And then I'll be promoted. But the commandments of God, he esteemed it more necessary than his job. More Amen. necessary. Some women will sleep with their boss easily to maintain their jobs. Kabadoshi. And you, you give it the rightful reason that you need a job. Yeah, woman must survive. You need a job. You have to pay your rent. You have to do this. You have to pay your tuition. You have to do this. God understands. God does not understand. Esteem his commandment more necessary than your food. Amen. Amen. You are preaching good. Woman must survive. Forgive. You say the woman must survive. Hey. I'm not married. What should I do? I'm the only one. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, Rev. You are yeah. preaching. You are preaching. Some man, if it was you in Job's position, hey. Hey. You know, the one who has not come, the one who has hey. not brought themselves, you are, you are chasing. Hey. 
You are walking around them, tricking them, buying them things, doing things to get them. Not the one who has brought herself. Ah. Uh, it's, it's a diehard. Hey. It's a take it and go. Easy does it. <laughs> so, I am the boss in this house. Every room I know. I have the key to every room. If we lock ourselves here, who is coming there? Yeah. And the woman yeah. was naked before him. Oh, oh, oh. A king's wife. A king's wife, too, is nice. It's not yeah, like juicy. Me. Juicy. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> A juicy mama. Number two, second point. John chapter 8 and verse 29. You don't like my message. Is that correct? We love it. Oh, you are preaching a good message. That is what you have. That's why you have turned your video off as I'm preaching. Mercy. I'm preaching. I'm preaching the word of God. It's a powerful The, the message is going beyond the camera. It's hitting every John 8 and verse 29. It says, and he that sent me is with me. Amen. The father had not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. Amen. Wow. wow. I tell you, obedience, obedience to God is even more important than entering his gates with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Most Christians attempt to enter the gate with thanksgiving, but are soon prevented from the presence of God. Mercy. They are soon, you enter with thanksgiving, but soon you are prevented from the presence of God. Because the presence of God is with you because you do the things that please Him. Amen. That is when the presence of God stays with you. When you are doing the things that please Him. Hallelujah. Obedience Amen. is the key, is the key, is the key. Obedience mm -hmm. is key if you want to experience the presence of God continually. Amen. Obedience Amen. is the key. Hallelujah. Amen. Obedience is the key. If you want to experience the presence of God, obedience is the key. You are preaching. No, really, let's be serious. Let's be honest with ourselves. You will not entertain people in your presence that were not obedient to you. Not at all. I don't know oh. if, if people are not obedient to you, you will not entertain them in your presence. You will not welcome them to your house. You will not want them near you. Never. Never. Disobedient to you, you find every reason to prevent them from coming to your house. Oh, yes. In fact, you move away from them. But when someone is obedient to you, when someone is showing you respect and obedience, you feel always wanting the person near you. Attractive. You, you invite the person to your presence. Mm. Take lesson. Hallelujah. Man. We will keep our most obedient followers close to our side. Mm. Yes. The people who are following us who are obedient, we will keep them close to our side. No one mm. wants to be with someone who is disobedient. At all. You hey. opposing. When we say this, you are opposing. You are saying this. When we do this, you are saying this. No one wants that. Never. Nobody. Hallelujah. If you have a child, if, if even you, some, some of you are parents, if you have a child and the child is always saying, I love you, daddy. 
I love you, mommy. Aww. I love you. Oh, I love you. Every time they speak to you on the phone, they say, I love you. But he or he or she doesn't do anything that you tell him or her. Wow. Would you like such a child in your presence? No. no. It doesn't matter how, I, how many times you say, I love you. That is why you, you enter into the gates of God with thanksgiving, saying, I mm. love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I bow my knees unto you. I love you. And God doesn't want you in his presence because you are disobedient. Mercy. 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 You are disobedient. Hallelujah. Amen. Many men married a girl that is most submissive and obedient to them. Oh, yeah. Reverend, go there. Reverend, go there. Man, go why there. are you Stay making there. me look like a lie? Don't you Reverend, go Reverend. there. That's the message. Submissive, obedient to you. No Reverend, man is a woman that he knows clearly that you are opposing. You are, oh. you are, you are insubordinate. You are, oh. you are fighting, resistant, difficult. No man wants to. You are not attractive. No way. At all. Never. Let's, let's bring it to the opposite side. Every hey. woman also knows that. Hey. Every woman oh, they, knows that know. men like submissive women. That is why when they are trying to get married, they try very hard to be submissive. Oh. They agree. You say, you oh, like oh. red? I like this food. You like oh, green? Red. I like green. Oh. Ah. Did you Reverend, put you know us together? It's magic. Reverend, you know things. You know things. Hey, and you, you talk things. softly. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. You talk oh. softly. You never get upset. And then you say, hey. I mean, this girl, I don't know, this woman, she never gets upset. It doesn't matter what Aww. you do. She's never upset. You are preaching a good message. Always smiling. Hey. Because every woman knows, every woman knows that men like women who are submissive. Mm. And when they get married, they are most submissive. Right. Mm. Some women, they can't they can act. They can't pretend. So they are themselves. And then you say, oh, not this one. But they are actors. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend, you know this. You know this. Reverend, you know this. You are preaching a good message. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And they know that men like women who are like that. Because that is how God made us. That is how mm. God's creation brought. He says that in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 22, he says, wife, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. That is the nature. Mm. That is the true form. That is what attracts a woman to a man. That's biblical. Because that is how God made a man. Wow. So oh. when you are a woman and you are able to do this, you are attracted to a man. Oh, yes. Even, even... You'll be married quickly. Oh, the next day. Is somebody understanding the word of God? Yes, right. See, you don't like my message. Oh, we love it. Stay there. Stay Why there. Are the woman so quiet. <laughs> it it, it is tricky them. Move on, please. It, move on. It, it, it is tricky them. I like that. Yeah, Claudia, keep smiling. Yes, Audrey, keep smiling and take wisdom from what I'm saying. Hey. If you want to stay married and in the presence of your husband, that he's always home. That he is always with you, that he's Preach. always watching TV, he's watching the movie with you, he's going to the store, he says, Can you come with me? He's going oh. here, he says, Can you be with me? He's doing something here, he says, Can you be with me? The key for that is submissiveness, to be obedient, to be obedient, mm. and that the person wants you in his presence. 
You are preaching. You are preaching. Oh. Bishop says he married the lady that was most submissive and obedient to him. It is true. Obedience is extremely attractive and it draws your superiors into your life like a strong mm. magnet that is attracting metal shavings. Mm. That is how obedience does. Mm. It, draws, mm. it draws your presence to into great people. People that you submit to, you are, you are attracted to them. Hallelujah. Amen. I, as a pastor, I like, I prefer to have church workers who are obedient. I prefer to work with church workers who are obedient, who, who are malleable to work with, yeah, than to actually. have skilled people who are disobedient, For talented me. people who are disobedient, difficult to work with. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? People who are opposing, they are very good at things. They are good mm. at this organizing, but they are always opposing. I'd rather you leave the church so that I'm mm -hmm. left with obedient people. The church grows like that. The church is beautiful like that. You are you pretty know, a church, good message. The church is attractive like that when mm. we have an atmosphere like that. I'm telling you. I believe it. And it makes people, you see, obedience, it brings people. It's attractive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bosses like people who are obedient. Bosses, though they like skilled and talented workers, but they cannot keep you if you are disobedient. At all. You know, there was a physician that I work with, you know, in the hospital, and he was so good. He was mm. so intelligent, so smart, but he was a difficult person to work with. Forgive. Very difficult. Non-compliant with things, with rules, non-compliant. But he was so good as physician. They tried, they tried and tried and tried. They had to let him go. Mercy. Disobedience, you see, that your skill will not keep you. Your at talent all. will not keep you. Not your obedience all. is what will keep you. Amen. Blessing us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It says, Almighty God is equally attracted to his obedient servants. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. Many people are singing. You see, because we are just like God. We are made in his image. True. So if you like obedient people, God is also like that. <laughs> Many people sing praise and worship and enter his gate and his courts. Unfortunately, soon after entering the court, they are asked to leave because they Forgive. are recognized as dangerous and disobedient people. Mercy they are recognized Lord. as disobedient and stubborn people, rebellious against Jesus. your wishes and ideas. And a disobedient person can turn into a Judas and betray you. Hey! Yes! Okay. No wonder God does not entertain disobedient people in his presence. God does not give his presence to those who are disobedient. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. Lord Today we see large parts of the church are stricken with poverty and mm. an inability to do anything substantial for the Lord. Many churches are stricken with poverty. You see, by the grace of God, even in the pandemic, the, the, the UD is going on. It's building. Buildings are being erected. And the church is going on. You understand? Yes. And many churches today are in a, in, a, in a financial devastation. Yeah. They can't do anything substantial for the Lord. And this is a very ironic 
situation because most of the churches is preaching about money, prosperity, general improvement, and happiness. Forgive. That is what you hear in most churches. Yet the church is riddled with debts, mortgages, and in, in, insolvency. Insolvency means inability to pay your debts. Abush. Most Christians are in insolvency. Oh, and they cannot pay. And meanwhile, you are listening to prosperity message, be rich, do this, be well. This, this messages all the time, you are receiving and receiving. But when the church is not obedient to the word of God, the commandment of God to win souls, then these messages don't have any effect because the presence of God is not there. But he says, Jesus gave the reason why God's presence was with him. Mm. He said clearly that the father was with him because he was constantly, constantly doing the things that pleased the father. Always. He says, always doing the things that please the father. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. And what are the things that will please the father today? The things that will please the father are the things that are written in the Bible. Amen. What will please the Father are his commandments that are written in the Bible. Jesus said in Matthew 16, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Uh, the only project that Jesus is doing is building his church. Amen. That is the only project. Amen. So why not please Jesus and join him in what he has declared as the only project that he's involved in, that is building the church. Instead of building the church, many of us are building businesses, schools, hospitals, universities, and other good things. None of these things are evil in themselves. None of them are evil. You see, this is a great key here. None of these things, building a hospital is not an evil thing. Building universities is not an evil thing. None of these things are evil, but they are clearly and satanically deceptive when they are taking us away from the main thing, which is building the church of God. Amen. Then it makes you feel like you are doing something very important, but you are clearly moving away from the commandments of God, which is saying, build my church. Build Amen. my church. Join me to build my church. Satan is too intelligent to give church leaders evil things to do. He's too intelligent. Satan will not give Christians evil things to do so you make you feel any serious Christian, you will not fornicate. Any serious Christian, you don't steal. You try not to tell lies. Sometimes one or two will slip out of your behavior or your mouth. But for the most part, you try not to lie. But Satan will give you something that looks good. Meanwhile, it is against the commandments of constitution. Build institution. Yeah. Such as esteem your job highly. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. Says, however, the good things that Satan gives us do, it says, they are complete distraction from our actual job of winning the lost and preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. What could be more emphatic and clear for us? than to go into the world and make fishes of men. Say amen. Amen. Wonderful. He says, if you are discerning, that means if you are able to discern, you are able to discern the presence of God, 
you will notice that the presence of God is not with many people who are preaching and leading the church down the road of materialism and secularism. Oh, yes. You will notice that. True. You will notice that the presence of God is not with... You will watch any minister whose main focus is on materialism and, you know, prosperity and secularism, you will realize that they don't last. They don't last. It says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. This is not a human idea. It is God's word. And today, human philosophies and big English words are preached in the place of God's word. Mercy. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. Jesus said, my father is with me because I always do the things that please him. Mm. Obeying God and obeying the father is essential for maintaining the presence of the father in your life. Amen. Say amen. 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 Wonderful. And let me just give you these points. We want to read these scriptures quickly and then you're done. The third point, John 14, verse 23. John 14, verse 23. Are you being blessed by this message? The book is amazing. Buy it. Read it. Okay. Read it. John 14 and verse 23. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Wow. In this scripture, Jesus promises that he and the Father will come and manifest themselves to you in a very special way because you keep the commandments of God. Amen. They will come, he, I, he said, and my Father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. That means that we we will stay with you. We will abide with you. Amen. Now, this is not what we seek for to get the manifestations of God in our lives and in our ministries, what are God's manifestations? The manifestations of God's power in your life is healing, deliverance, prosperity, blessings, and every other supernatural empowerment and elevation that you can think of. So when the presence of God is with you, this is what you experience. This is what you witness. This is what comes into your life. So let us stop chasing these things. Let us stop chasing prosperity. Let us stop chasing um, healing. Let us stop chasing going somewhere because you want healing. Going somewhere because you heard that a prophet is here and is prophesying prosperity. Traveling here, doing this. Let us stop all that and let us abide by just following the commandments, just obeying the commandments of God. And you will encourage, you will encourage the presence of God. You attract the presence of God into your life. And all these blessings will be manifested. Amen. Is, some, is somebody understanding the word of God? Yes. Yeah. It says supernatural empowerment and supernatural promotion only come from God. It does not come from anywhere. At all. It does not come from anywhere. I'm telling you. People will promise you, they will prophesy over you, they will do this. If you do not follow the commandments of God, you will not experience it. You know, in our church, I'm telling you, people call me with wild testimonies. Wild testimonies. And what I see is, they esteem the commandments of God. They value the word of God. They purpose in their lives. 
from now on, this thing that uh, I will not do them because the scripture says, don't do it. Mm. Or the, I will do this because the scripture says, do this. Mm. And I see the manifestation Amen. of God in their lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Our own strength is failing us miserably. And I think we all can see from this pandemic that our own strength, our own strength is failing us. Let us turn to God. Let us obey God. Let us follow his commandments. Let us stop chasing after money, chasing after things, chasing after work, chasing after prosperity. Let us stick to obeying the commandments of God, finding the word of God, listening to the word of God and obeying it. And his presence, his manifest presence, they will bring all these things into your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the pandemic. Small virus. Small virus that you cannot see. Invisible. You can't even see it. Oh. They say someone was on the train, and I mean, as they were standing in the train, he was standing in the train when the pandemic was really peak in the New York City, in the subway. And then he points to the pole, one of the trains. You see the poles in the train, the subway? Yes. He points to it and says, Oh, look at COVID on the thing. And everybody move away from there. <laughs> he said, that's COVID. And everybody move away from the car. But you can't even see it. What a visible cover. You can't see it. And we make submarines. We make jet fighters. We make all kinds of wild, wild. We build we go to the moon. We build empires. We build... Companies, large, big, pharmaceutical companies. We can't even have one viral, one drug, one tablet like this that kills this virus. We are weak. Totally. So it is God who can deliver us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is God who can deliver us. Amen. So it is time to seek the presence of God with all your heart. Amen. To seek the presence of God with all your soul, all your might. Amen. To love God and experience the presence of God Amen. with all the manifestations that come along with it. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I just want to read these two scriptures and then we'll close. Are you blessed? Oh, yeah. you are blessed. Psalm 31 and verse 19. Psalm 31 and verse 19. It says, Oh, how great is thy goodness. Mm which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. How great is thy goodness. To fear God means you obey his commandments. When he says something, you, you, you respect it. You, you do it. Whether you understand it or not. You understand? He says, oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for those that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride. You see, he says, thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of men. Wow. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord. For he has showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So you see, the secret of God's presence is hidden away from the proud, from pride, men who are proud, the secrets of the presence of God is hidden from them. Let's see. If you are proud, you don't value the word of God. You don't esteem the word of God. The presence of God is hidden from you. Mercy. I say it's hidden from you. Mercy. What did I say? It's hidden. It's hidden from you. So you are in the midst of people who are experiencing the presence of God, but it's hidden from you. Mercy. Today, many people in the ministry are interested in things that are simply the pride of men, the impressive cars, the impressive houses, the gold, the diamonds, money, the politics, and the fame of all of the pride of men. That is why sometimes you see men of God, they are with jewelry, gold, diamonds, showing that, you know, so that men will feel that they are great. Heavy metals. <laughs> you understand? And these things, the Bible says that God hides his presence. It says God's presence is not found where the pride of man is found. God's presence is not found when the pride of man is located in the place. But God's presence is found in humility and lowliness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You will obey God when you have humility and lowliness. Amen. The commandments of God is obeyed by people who are humble. Who are humble. The Bible says Moses was the meekest man on earth. And he saw the presence of God like no other person has ever seen. And he was the meekest man on earth. Do you see? So the meekest man on earth will be the one who will have the manifestations of the presence of God like no other man. Amen. Because that's a person who can obey the word of God. Jesus, God with us, was born in a manger amongst animals. And Satan was defeated because he could not comprehend how almighty God will condescend to such a low estate. Do not seek to impress men. Do not seek to change the simple and humble gospel message into an impressive university lecture or into an impressive political speech with quotations from Henry Ford, Socrates, and Plato. Don't seek that. Hallelujah. The presence of God is not found in the pride of man. The presence of God is found in the humility of the great works of God. Amen. You will achieve much more for God by having his presence with you. Wow. If the presence of God is with you, there is nothing that is beyond you. Amen. There is nothing that you cannot have. So Amen. humble yourself, beloved. Humble yourself. Humble, obedient servants. They are the ones that experience the presence of God. Amen. So humble. Obedience is a master key to enjoying the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, our time is far spent, but I have just one scripture that I want to read. Ah, you. Too much. I just want to read this one last scripture with you and then we can close. It's our church. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 1. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 1. It says, and the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto you, unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it, 
and I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, mm. unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Mm. For I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-necked people. Mercy. Lest I consume thee in the way. Wow. So you see, God had made a promise to mm -hmm. Abraham and carried it on to Isaac and to Jacob. And he promised to give it to his descendants, to their descendants. So he said he will give them the land. He will take them to the land. He will let an angel go with them. An angel will go before them and drive out all the people on the land, all the enemies. He, the angel will fight all of them. But he himself, his presence, will not go with them. And he gave the reason. He says, but I will not go up in the midst of thee. I will not be within you because thou art a stiff neck. Mm. Your neck is too stiff. It cannot be bent. It can't bend you. You are not flexible. Mercy. You are not malleable. You, 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 can't, be mal you can't be remolded. Mm. You are too stubborn. Mm. There's nothing we say that will change you. You cannot be changed. You are stubborn. And I can promise you that the presence of God is not with you. And that is a sign of pride. And I can guarantee you that it is taking you to destruction. God have mercy. God is not in your midst. I'm reading the Bible. Don't, don't be angry with me. At all. You are don't be angry with me. I'm just reading the Bible to you. True. So in this scripture, the Lord said, he will no more be in the midst of the Israelites because they were stubborn. Bishop was praying with us with this scripture. Yes. If you believe, if you remember. Yes. You lose the divine presence because of your stubbornness and resistance to instructions. Indeed, being stubborn, being resistant, and being slow to obey will cause you to lose the presence of God. May you not be stubborn. Amen. May you not be difficult. Amen. May you not be someone who disobeys the commandments of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May the presence of God always be with you. Amen. May you experience the manifest presence of God as you Amen. obey God, as you serve God with humility, obeying His commandments, difficult things. Sometimes it's against your will, it's against certain things, but you are doing it because of God. There are some of you, you do things, and it's the only reason is because you are a Christian, because you are a born again Christian. And that's the reason why you are doing it. No one else will do it. And for that, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift you up. May the presence of God always be in your midst, you and your children, you and your family, you and your household. May the presence Amen. of God always be with you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Shout an amen. 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 Wonderful. Let us bring the service to a close. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we are thankful and grateful for your word this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for ministering to our hearts. Touch our hearts, Lord. Touch our hearts. Let your word really penetrate into our hearts, into our souls, into our minds. And Lord, may we make a change, a, a U turn today, a change from stubbornness. A change from disobedience. A turn away from disobedience. Father, let it never be associated with us. Let it never be described with us that we are proud and we are disobedient and rebellious. 
let it never be described with us. Let these words never be used with us. Amen. And we pray, Lord, give us a spirit of humility. We will obey your way. Experience your every day of wherever we go. We thank you. Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Are you blessed? Well, before we close, with every head bowed and all eyes closed, I want to pray for anyone who is listening to me and wants to give his or her life to Christ. You, are, you want to say, Reverend, pray with me. I want to be a born-again Christian. If that is you, you want to give your life to Christ, I want to pray with you right now. You are saying, Reverend, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. I want to be among those who obey the commandments of God those who serve God, if that is you. You don't want to die and go to hell. Lift up your hand, touch you. Can, if you're awake and you can lift up your hand, you can put your hand on your heart and I'll pray with you. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. From today. From today. I will serve you. The rest of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at Kodesh Family Church. Located at 1734 Williams Bridge Road, Bronx, New York at 12 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you. I see.